Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 15, verses 1 through 5. This text is paralleled and kind of split up in Matthew's account, which we covered in episodes 580 and 581. That would be about Matthew 27, 1 through 14. I'm going to focus in on one specific element of this text. Let's jump in at verse 1. And as soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council. And they bound Jesus and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate. Pilate asked him, are you the king of the Jews? And he answered him, you have said so. So here you got the Jewish leaders taking Jesus over to the Roman authority. Pontius Pilate's only concern is whether Jesus is claiming to be king or not. Because if so, that's a threat to the king, Caesar. Pilate doesn't care about all the Jewish arguments of theology and blasphemy. He's just trying to cover his responsibility to protect the Roman emperor. So Pilate asked him, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered him, you have said so. And the chief priests accused him of many things. And Pilate again asked him, have you no answer to make? See how many charges they bring against you? But Jesus made no further answer so that Pilate was amazed. So again, for a little bit broader overview of that text and some other points I'm not going to go into right now, go back to the Matthew devotions in episode 580 and 581, Matthew 27, 1 through 14. What I want to focus in on is a very small thing at the very end of this text. The fact that Jesus stood there and did not respond to his accusers, did not have an answer to make, did not defend himself, it left Pilate amazed. Of course, we know some of Jesus' silence was to fulfill prophecy. It was prophesied that he would be silent as a lamb is silent when it is led to slaughter. That's from back in the Old Testament. But there's something else I think that we can learn or at least consider when it comes to Jesus' silence and the effect that it has on Pilate. In short, I think Christians who are being persecuted or mistreated can bear quite a witness for Christ by the way they respond when that's happening. We don't always have to exercise our right to defend ourselves. Or if we do defend ourselves, we don't have to do it in a way that the world defends itself. You remember when Jesus said, when somebody hits you on the cheek, turn your cheek and let them hit you on the other side of the cheek. This is another example of how we could respond when we're being mistreated. There have been some incredible examples throughout history of how people have responded when they're being persecuted. And the truth is, every one of us is going to face injustice and be given the chance to respond to it in one way or another. Actually, I would submit to you that if you are a serious Christian, you trust Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you believe that God's word is inerrant and authoritative, the hostility being leveled toward you and others like us by our culture that is increasingly intolerant of our belief system, the persecution is only going to become greater. Here in the West, in America, it doesn't usually take on a terribly severe form. You're going to get hated on on social media if you post post anything that is controversial and aligned with the scriptures. You're going to get looked down on in the workplace if you hold beliefs and are vocal about them that align with the Christian faith and the scriptures. You might get shunned by family members or friends because of a viewpoint that you have or because of something you choose to do or not to do based on your faith in Christ. And those things can be painful, but at least for now, not many people are getting killed for their faith in America. People like Calvin Cochran, who I interviewed on Conversations, 
you can hear our interview over on that podcast, have lost jobs before because of the stand they take for their faith. I've heard of others who have lost businesses because of their unwillingness to compromise their faith to appease the mob. So it's not like there's no persecution. It's not like there's no being treated unfairly for being Christian today. But it's not as severe here as it is in other parts of the world, despite the fact that I think it's going to continue to increase here. The point of all this is when that persecution comes to our doorstep, we have an opportunity to respond in a way that leaves people amazed. Just like Jesus' response to the persecution leveled against him in this text left Pilate amazed. One of the big factors that allows us to respond to being treated unfairly in a way that leaves people amazed is remembering that everything in this world is temporary. This is all going to be over soon. We're here for six, seven, eight, nine, ten decades, and then we die. This is not our permanent home. This is a temporary home, and everything else around us is temporary, including how people think of us, whether we're well thought of or mocked. That stuff doesn't really matter. And knowing the story of Holy Week, knowing the story of Jesus' arrest, betrayal, crucifixion, resurrection, I think a lot of what gets Jesus through these dark days is the fact that he is keeping his eyes on the prize. He's focusing on eternal things rather than temporary things. And when you have that perspective on the front of your mind all the time, as Christians increasingly should, it's easy to stand there and be quiet, not have to fight back every time that you're mistreated. Now, let me just say, and people who know me well could tell you how strongly I believe what I'm about to say. Just because Jesus responded this way in this situation doesn't mean that he responded this way in every situation where he was mistreated and doesn't mean we need to respond this way in every situation where we are mistreated. Sometimes you do need to fight back. Sometimes, in Kelvin Cochran's case, you need to go to court and get things rectified. Sometimes you do need to stand for yourself or graciously with love in your heart, set those who are persecuting you straight. And if you're wondering when you should stand up and when you should back up, huh. I'm not smart enough to know exactly when I should do that, much less you. That's something we need to work out as we walk with the Lord day by day, following the Holy Spirit's lead in our lives. May God richly bless you on that journey. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 19- and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.